0: What's good, fam? It's your boy Jorge. Welcome to another episode of Hanging with the Boys. I'm hanging with my boy Mike. Hi, present. That's good. I'll, you know, check that off. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, dude? Uh,
1: nothing. Nothing too much? Nothing too much. Nope. Just chilling, doing the podcast with you. I need yeah. some energy. Oh, yeah. Crack it.
0: I mean, we wouldn't be men if we didn't. I
1: know. I slept so bad last night. I'm so bogging today. I think that's why I drink so much, dude. Nice, Rhett. Alcohol or Urbis? Or Alcohol. Oh. Because anytime I'm sober for a while, dude, I can't sleep at all. Hmm. I was watching 10 Cup at 2.30 this morning. Well, not a bad
0: movie. No, great movie. I mean, it's based on, on my life. Our life. Just how he like, goes for it. Yeah. I'd be that kind of guy. Like, yeah. football coach, I'd be like, ah, sticking or kicking. Nah, we're fucking sticking, <laughs> dude. We're yeah. not kicking that. <laughs> yeah. You know, just
1: everything. i just ruin it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like him as well. I always make sure or talk shit on the PGA players for going for it. And like when they do something wrong, uh-huh. like, dude,
0: I do it every time and it sucks. Yeah. But me, yeah. yeah, I'd be like the worst caddy. I actually thought about that. Like, oh, yeah, they'd be like, "Dude, what do you think I should like lay up? Dude, you're such a pussy. Yeah, I go, for a pussy. Go, yeah. go do it. That's why you're a professional for a reason. Yeah. I expect you to do it. Yeah. When I Shoot. golf with like friends, like hater Dave, I'm all, like, dude, you're not, you're not hitting a driver. So now nah, I want to play this whole cool, you're such a pussy, and then he hits a driver. And then d- what's he do? Sucks I mean, he does, a, he does pretty good. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, see, I'm here to give you moral support. Right. Not, I don't want to see you fail, but yeah. I want to see you have You have confidence cool. in your friend that he's yeah. going to do good. Yeah, that's basically yeah. what it is. Um, before we get into it, condolences over to Hawaii. Yeah. Maui. Uh, Lahaina. Mm-hmm. I was just there last year. Dude, Were you there? Yeah. yeah. That's the place you were yeah, at? Yeah, was sick. Dude, place looked like it got nuked. Yeah. Dude, I got so many conspiracy theories. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've been seeing some too, yeah, so yeah. we'll keep it at that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> condolences to the people that have yeah. died. It's actually like over 100 people. I yeah. Think, that
1: died. It's sad. The people that have died, then we actually have some friends. You know, I met a friend through a friend there last year. He lost his place. Oh, she lost her place. So it's like, it sucks, dude. Yeah, but think, the
0: mansions are all fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oprah just, owns like half of a mountain right out there and it's fine. That one's cool. All the all the firefighters just happen to be having dinner at her yeah. house that night. Yeah. So
1: that's it's sad for the people because it's more like native land, right? Yeah.
0: Like they can't just
1: go and buy it up. So mm-hmm. those people have been there for generations, you know. So yeah, that's a terrible thing. I mean, anytime you see it, like when we had the you know, the Placerville fire, like up in Reno, there was a fire, it's, it always sucks, dude. Like, yeah, because it's sure. just there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Just watch all your shit burn down and yeah. you know lose tons of his. Like, for me, it's not the structure. We're insured, right? But yeah. it's, like, losing, you know, like, my memorabilia, my yeah. p- pictures and stuff like that's got to suck, you know?
0: Yeah, and, you know, like, typically the fires that we have around this area, you know, the fire starts, and you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. It seemed like that one just happened within seconds. God, just, just, like... People couldn't even get out, so they were, yeah, like, jumping into the jump in ocean. The ocean and stuff. People yeah, right. dying. So, yeah, that's a pretty gnarly <clears throat> situation. What a scary today.
1: situation, Yeah. So sucks.
0: condolences to them. Um, there's tons of places where you could donate. through your research. You know wherever it may mm-hmm. go. Like I'm not the person to tell you where to. Same. I've seen it, but I can't tell you how to do it. So. Yeah. So there's tons of places. You if you want to donate to, just not to the Red Cross, to the yeah to the cause. <laughs> just donate, um, or you could do like this girl, OnlyFans girl. Uh huh. I wouldn't say model. Just okay. OnlyFans personality, uh-huh. Mariah Casillas. AKA Lava Girl. Okay. She posted on her Twitter, X, saying, for every $10 donated to the cause, I will send you a nude photo. Really? Yeah.
1: I mean, I got to start at 10 10. I mean, can...
0: Yeah, I mean. Is she decent? Like, I don't want to send 10, and she's not. I mean, she looked decent on her uh, Twitter, but I, I clicked on her uh, um, link to go to the GoFundMe, and it was, like, not there no more. So wow. I think they kind of shut it down because – I've seen this a few times now where the porn girls are for a good cause and then they start to go fund me. But then at the end of the day, it's like we never actually find out. Yeah. You'll get the the nudie photo Mm -hmm. or video or whatever it may be. Yeah. But you never actually find out if they donated that money or not. Yeah. uh,
1: That's why I'm always so sketchy on donating. Like I'd rather donate right to my friend. Like,
0: yeah. You know, send him like
1: a Venmo, like that lost his house rather because those dude, some chick sends a bunch of nudes, raises a
0: hundred grand. oh, peace i'm out of here yeah. thanks you know and and as a person receiving it you're probably like oh cool i got what i wanted i yeah. got something out of my 10 bucks yeah but yeah you you don't follow back up on it and mm-hmm. you're like where did this money go dude she keeps like over half and all then of a sudden says- she's got huge tits big old tit jobs <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell um speaking of donating you can donate to the boys pod you just follow the link wherever you're listening to this follow the link and we you have can donations donate to us yeah lunch is on you then today that's what i'm saying i gotta keep this guy hungry <laughs> or satisfied You're <laughs> our pre-pod yeah. freaking date yeah so uh um, or post-pod post-pod but actually all we really need is wherever you're listening to this podcast just go and rate it yeah give us a five-star rating leave some comments <laughs> and uh yeah i think that's about it okay now that we're done with that what are we going to talk about today because i actually didn't
1: have that eventful of a weekend oh no to kill an hour. i mean the same I freaking
0: rip roaring drunk a couple days, but then it was just golf. It's like, dude, I went motoring Saturday, did my back uh, in. Oh, that's are you done for mammoth No. Nah. Oh, that's why I don't do it. Dude. But I'm on my Johnny Manziel kick. Oh no, you're on a bender. No, like self sabotaging. So if I don't do good, <laughs> I'm like, I'll come back and be like, dude, it hurt my back, hurt my back. Dude. Did cocaine for <laughs> the, the two nights before the race. Uh, damn. I feel your pain, though. My back's always messed up. No, it's not even... Well, it is my back, but, like, <clears throat> I almost took her down, and I saved it. Dude, right when, like, I, I just, like, stood it up and didn't fall or anything, dude, felt it right in between my shoulder blades. Like, yeah. just this sharp pain, and I was like, dang, dude. And then, just been there yeah. since. Yeah, that, dude, that's workable, though. Yeah. I thought you meant, like, you really did your back. Nah, nah, like nah, that nah. time, remember when I struck a nerve?
1: Were you out there? Because I got pictures of that day it was the weirdest thing ever like my lower back was kind of sore i think it was two years before i quit riding it was probably quit but uh <laughs> dude it was the weirdest thing ever it actually wasn't sore that day <clears throat> it's me and jones riding and you know like mid-session i do a backflip. and you know like when we would flip our butt kind of hits the seat uh-huh. dude right when my butt hit the seat something in my like hip lower back like zapped me dude like i couldn't get off my bike mm. so i'm mid-flip dude land i like, can't put weight on my leg and i'm like dude what in the hell yeah um like jones literally has to like pick me up off my bike and it's one of those things that because it must have been a nerve yeah because like even when jones was helping me, i'm like ah. you know like bad pain dude and yeah. I'm like, what the heck dude and then my dumb ass thought something just slipped so i go to a like drive myself to a chiropractor i'll lean sideways dude and he does like the hips sideways and like twist me yeah dude and it made it worse i was dude i was down for like two
0: weeks couldn't get up yeah see i thought about going to the chiropractor <laughs> and just seeing like is my spine line Because yeah. it's like right in the middle of my spine. Yeah. And like just the sharp pain. And That's like, moto, dude. That's like where my yeah. back always hurt. And I was like, nah. And then it's been, it's actually been better. Yeah. You know? Oh, so, so you're fine for Mammoth. Yeah. So I was planning to go so back you better to- better still do good. To the track this weekend. Okay. Give it a try. Was it a friendly? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That friendly track. Go out last practice before, you know, school starts for the boys and I'm just busy with that. And yeah. then head out to Mammoth. Mm. So- It sounds like you're already making excuses, dude. I know, see? That's my Johnny Monzel. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, Yeah, but you know, when you got kids like me, you got to entertain them and do things sometimes where you're like, eh, you know.
1: Well, you know what, entertain them is their dad doing good at Mammoth. Oh, yeah.
0: They'd be like, shit, my dad's badass. Instead, you're over here making excuses. No. shoulder blades are hurt. No, I'm going to, it's going to be good. (laughs) I might not do good Sunday. Yeah, that's right. One day. I might give it all Saturday and then not not show up. Or, Use Saturday as the practice day because mm-hmm. then everyone's wore out
1: on Sunday. That's what I'm thinking too, yeah. dude. One of my buddies got a two digit number in motocross doing that. Really? Yeah, I was so pissed because I didn't think of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told this story on the pod yet, but uh, Washugo was my first national I ever made, and I was kind of nervous. You know, I got like, I think I went like twenty seven, twenty five. Like, shit, that ain't bad. Only five. Because if you get points, that's how you get a two digit number, right? Yeah so you know being privateers you meet a bunch of dudes and I go to uh from Washugal to Millville Minnesota um Binghamton Steel City right and dude Millville was hotter than heck and we had to ride Saturday qualifier Sunday morning practice qualifier and then you have like an hour and a half and I went by myself so I'm, I'm like changing my having my tires change washing my bike making food you know and dude like I said it was like 90 and humid <clears throat> and the first moto I get like a kind of a good like let's say like 15th place start uh-huh dude and the way the moto goes out like five minutes in i'm like all by myself and like the dude in front of me has a pit board like the rider that's in front of me so he goes by and it said like 11th so i was in 12th I'm like holy shit this is like really good dude i'm like dude just push through it for this moto you know felt like i pushed forever dude and all of a sudden like i'm like i'm hitting the wall bad but I, there's probably five minutes left uh-huh. dude i come around the turn and the dude has the halfway point out I'm oh up. shit So I kept pushing and then I just started like seeing stars and had to like pull off. And I'm like, damn it. Dude, the next moto, I'm like exhausted, right? So I freaking just kind of cruised to like probably 25th, 27th, somewhere again. And one of my other buddies that we were kind of just met through the privateer world, dude, he got like 10th. I'm like, how in the heck did you do that? He's like, dude, I just, I did two laps in the first moto, pulled off. Sat there and just (laughs) like chilled and, you know, like kind of got himself cooled off. And then the second moto, like all the privateers are all spent. Dude, he did that every weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm like, I was too much. Of, I'm not going to drive all the way to like New York and Pennsylvania to pull off after two laps. So yeah. I, I still tried my route and it didn't work. And he was like national number,
0: like 50 or 60 or something. I'm like, Dang. that's a good strategy. Uh, is it the same way the points work now nowadays? Yeah. So you get points per moto. It's not for mm-hmm. uh, standing like no, at the end moto. of the two? Yeah. Oh, okay. So like if you go 11-11, you would get the points for both 11s. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, okay. Yeah.
1: And it sense. only really, t- like, especially back in my day, it only took like, like, if I would have finished that 11th or 12th, I probably would have maybe got a number that year, yeah, you know. And so, I was like so bummed because that was like my, one of my goals, and the, that was the closest I ever got.
0: The numbers go up to 100 mm-hmm. 99. 99, is, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. So, like, I think Jeff Northrop got 99 one year, and we thought he was the coolest thing ever because he was like the only one at all. Well, no, Justin Tierney, mm. Nate's brother, he got 87. So, we had two of our friends got two digit numbers, then. yeah, that was all she wrote. I went to freestyle.
0: No numbers there, so that was cool. Hey, that worked yeah. out better for you in the long run. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> uh... No, yeah. Uh, it should be good. I feel like I could have rode more, but it just conditions out here suck. Suck, dude. you terrible. And then just like kind of beats your bike up. I just got like a brand new rear tire probably three rides ago, mm-hmm. and it's already beat. Yeah. You know, just yeah. from going out to Fernley and, and riding there. So then I got to get brand new tires, you know, oil change, all that kind of stuff. And it just wears your stuff for no reason. So, but like strong wise, I feel like really strong. Yeah. But like. It's lungs. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Dude, remember that year we trained for Mammoth the last year I did it? I was like in the best shape of my life and I got tired at lap five out of 10. Every, every moto. Yeah. But I mean, you guys are going fast. I'm not going that fast. Yeah. But we're out at Indian Hills, freaking pounding laps, dude, nonstop. I'm like, dude, I'm engaged. And I think what happened though is I hadn't raced in so long and that's kind of a bigger race, right? And I kept getting like good starts on accident. Like Mm. I'd come out of the gate in like third and I would try to like race with those dudes and then they would kind of pull me. So like lap three, I'm like, just settle in. I didn't have really no one around me.
0: And, but dude, you're at 8,000 feet. The track's rough. We had 10 lap
1: motos and. That
0: wasn't, that's the thing about like, we actually trained that year. Yeah. Because I know you were doing... I think you did speed and speed style. Speed style was like a month before. Yeah. yeah. So we were training the whole time and I was like <laughs> your partner there. I went and I qualified on my 125 mm-hmm. first model. Yeah. So you did? Haven't done that since. Yeah. <laughs> on a partner? bigger bike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on a better bike. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what's funny. Just getting up and and going. It's not it's not fun and it's not worth it. Yeah. So this time around, I'm like, all right, I got to train. And stuff. So right. I had been riding uh, quite a bit and doing some, uh, cardio weightlifting and stuff. Like I said, like, I feel like my cardio is okay, uh, strong wise. I feel super strong and on the bike, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it should be decent. Yeah. The only thing like that, like I'm nervous about is always a the start there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I tr- I God, dude, starts. I never practice starts. Like, yeah. where do you practice cement starts around here? Yeah. You know, so. I never practice someone starts, So I'm just like nervous. Everyone always crashes. Yeah. So it's always, it's a, it's like kind of like a strategy. Like do I just kind of let them go because you know they're going to crash? Mm-hmm. So you just kind of go around like the 10 people that are on the ground there. Yeah. Or do I go for it and possibly be one of those people but maybe get a better start? Dude,
1: I, I hated being like mid-pack. Yeah. I hated it. Or it do, yeah, it does. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why like I, I was saying I accidentally got good starts. It wasn't an accident. I was like, I got to get out of this gate. And yeah, yeah, dude. I remember one of the motos. I actually had it on my GoPro, and I was way on the inside because you know you just pick chips. So I'm way on the inside, and I come out, and no one's around me. I'm like, oh, dude, I got this. But the hay bales kind of come towards me, like the starts up here, dude. And Rusty Holland just comes flying over and like cuts me off, dude. I'm like, oh my god. And then I'm just wide open up this hill, like rocks hitting off me. But I'm like, if I was like mid pack right now, this would be terrible because you can't really see. Yeah, you know, you're like flinching, like rocks are hitting me and stuff. And then you look, and there's just
0: bikes in front of you. So. Yeah, dude. Last time I raced up. Like halfway up the uphill on the start, huge pile up right in front of me. So, and it's like, it happened like in front of me, but I had some time to think about it and I see the guy just get ran over and I'm like, all right, I'm next, mm-hmm. like to run him over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck. So I pulled off and I go, I end up in the bushes, mm. you know? Snake and it's territory like on the, dude. It, it's on what? Snake territory. Wow, fuck that. I'm saying out of there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm on the incline, so it's hard. Good thing for electric starts. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah, so it was one of those things where I'm well, I could run this guy over mm-hmm. too, but I'm like, oh, fuck it, dude, Maybe just I'll pull go. up. That's what I always did. Yeah, that's I what just, I thought. But at least wheelie at the last you second. Tap him. At the last second, I just turn and I end up in the bushes, and yeah. I'm like, damn it, there's the race mm-hmm. well, for what? Yeah, dumb. Yeah, dude, you want to hear something weird? So
1: last night I was bored. There was nothing on TV, and I actually watched Unadilla, mm-hmm. which was this weekend, I believe, yeah, yeah. and Jet won the title. And I was kind of watching the 450 class and and credit to all those dudes, right? I know I always talk shit, but it's like, there was like some names like 8th, ninth, mm. 15th. I'm like, who in the hell are these guys? And they kind of, you watch them like, I think Jet lapped up to like 15th and I was watching the way the dude rode. So last night when I woke up in the middle of the night, like I always think of weird stuff and I'm like, cause I never got to race Red Bud or <clears throat> Unadilla or one of those. I'm like, dude, what if I just got all gnarly and trained my ass off and rode a bunch? I wonder if I could qualify and then maybe get top 20. Mm, that's why you were clean, cleaning your bike off huh? yeah. on the 2 stroke? Sparked up. Let's do it. No, but I was thinking, like, dead serious. I'm like, if I really, like, because I wouldn't obviously ever go try something like that at 41 years old, like, just getting off the couch. But I'm right, talking, right, right. like, what if I, like, really, really trained to where I knew I was going to last, like, 35 minutes Steroids. Like, I, I do a little doping, yeah. A little, a little I'm doping. old, yeah. All of a sudden, I got hair when I take my helmet yeah, off. Yeah, I don't know the they, if they test for They wouldn't for test me. Yeah. I don't even know if they actually well Supercross is FIM still i think yeah Supercross. And they'll do a random maybe. test mm-hmm.
0: but um yeah i started having all these weird things i'm like dude i wonder if i could. do it yeah what do you guys think hmm. mike uh, should make a comeback just for one race dude i think you got it not because you're my friend and the co-host here or anything yeah. like that but i remember um what was it i think fernley or fallon they had like a little arena cross thing mm-hmm. and i was like you know Kind of top of your career, you're you're doing great in freestyle and all that stuff, and you show up on the 125. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And you race, and everyone's on on 250s, 250s, yeah. yeah. And you race that, and I think you podiumed or even won the thing. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you have the skill on a bike. It's like, so I don't think you lost that, obviously. Yeah, but- no,
1: like I still because I sat on my bike after I washed it. Just I'm like, damn, this is weird, and it still feels like I've just rode. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. So it's like I did, I think the speeds. Maybe top twenties is exaggerating, but I think I could still qualify for a national. Yeah. Like,
0: you know, top 40. I 450s think. or? Two 450. 450. Yeah. yeah, it's a
1: little easier. Yeah, 250s isn't just too gnarly. Like, you know. Which
0: track would you want to do?
1: Well, like I said, I've never done Red Butter Unadilla, uh-huh. but it'd be hotter than hell. But like, dude, that would be kind of cool mm-hmm. just to go do one of those tracks that I haven't done and see if I could get like, in. and it's kind of mid to late season, dude, so it gets a little easier. Yeah. But yeah, I started having all these weird things. So I'm like, dude, that'd be kind of gnarly. Yeah.
0: That's what I think this is cool. Like I saw a quote, I forget exactly what it said, but one day you'll wake up and you won't be able to do the stuff that you wanted to do. So, you know, it's like one of those things where you just, just go out and do the stuff that you want. Like, yeah. you know, the mammoth thing for me, I don't really race throughout the year. There's no tracks around here right. that really have races and yeah. I don't want to go to like, uh, Marysville and, and all that, yeah. you know, just to, to race or whatever. So I don't really care that much. Right. So I just ride around here for fun and, and all that. So mammoth is my one thing. So then when I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm signed up and everything that I'm like, all right, now there has to be like an end goal. So let, let me work out. And, you know, so all that at the end of the day feels good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You got to have something to kind of strive for.
0: Yeah. Dude. And my only thing is, is not why I don't ride now, but
1: like why that would scare me is like, those guys are so fast. And if I'm hauling ass and just eat shit and like, Cause I made it through my career so good, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a couple knees and a shoulder, like that's in our sport, that's basic stuff, right? Yeah. But I'm like, man, I could just picture being at Unadilla and being a fifteenth and hit a rock or something, just go straight over the bars. You like, should, you should do mammoth instead then,
0: <clears throat> dude. Mammoth's the scariest track of them all. No, but I'm just saying, just to get ready for that race. Yeah. Because next year, hopefully, it's in June. Well, because I've also seen the the pro lineup for mm-hmm. the vet weekend. I know that year we did it was so fun, dude. Yeah.
1: And and there were some good dudes. Yeah. Like Sleater, Turbo Reef came out of nowhere. He was like a dude I raced as a kid, you know, and uh, Swan was out there. Uh, My buddy Kyle Krauss. Like we had such a cool lineup. Yeah. And it was cool because Turbo, Sleater, and well, Swan does a ton of weed, but Turbo and Sleater were like the gnarly guys. But dude, from like fourth to like 10th, it was whoever could just hang on. Yeah. Like I remember me and like Kyle were even talking. I'm like, he's like, I was trying to catch you and I was tired. And I was like, I was trying not to let you catch me. And we're just idling around, dude, like. That was, such, that was probably in my, as far as racing goes, that was probably one of the funnest weekends I ever did.
0: Yeah.
1: Just cool being out there. And I felt actually really good. And when I say I got tired, it wasn't like I was like exhausted, like lungs breathing. It was like my hands, yeah, like yeah. my arms, like remember, I remember my that. I blistered yeah. up super bad. It, like when I pulled in, I wasn't like gassed out of breath. I rode all the motos, but mm-hmm. it was just like my arms it was like, they were dead after like lap five. I was like holding on. I'm like, dude, I can barely feel my bars uh-huh. and not even arm pump. Yeah. Like I've had arm pump where you're just death grip. But it was like i was sick of holding like
0: my elbows up you know i'm just like oh god Mm so i have to start doing like push-ups or something new style of riding yeah i was watching a rhino explaining how jet rides and he's like when he goes into a corner he goes in with his elbows up Mm -hmm. but everywhere else you see his arms kind of drop down Mm -hmm. because he rides like just in control like not like that yeah so that's why the dude never gets tired yeah
1: and like they had johnny o'mara on um who's his trainer and he's like, that kid has the best balance I've ever seen. Mm. Cause if you watch, so like I did go-karts one time with Travis Pastrana, just a name drop, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, he was like beating me by like 10 seconds at like that, uh, pole position or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. what in the heck? And he's like, dude, you got to break for before the turn and then go through the turn. No brakes. Yeah. Cause the brakes are, what get you out of balance and like skid a little bit, you know what I'm like? Huh? So the next one I tried it, and I got like third or fourth out of all of us. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, that actually works. And that's what jet does in moto. All his braking's done. And once he's in that rut, his balance is just perfect yeah. and you know he's never like wide open through him no
0: right yeah you know it looks mean? slow but
1: it's just momentum yeah and you watch chase like he was kind of blowing through the ruts or kind of getting stood up or like washing out you know and it's like you rarely see jet
0: do that yeah it's literally like his bike is just always like in the perfect spot and- dude maybe i should race cars because that's how i ride race cars really yeah i knew that but then in moto i don't do that dude i've been i'm trying- on the brakes in yeah. the rut you yeah know? <laughs> I've been trying that with my truck
1: when I go over to like into Tahoe and it's all windy. Uh-huh. I break first and then let off and go around yeah. the like, Whoa, it's like kind yeah. of top heavy.
0: Yeah, yeah it's scary. I'm always that. practicing in the, in the big yeah. vehicles. Yeah. But I, I feel like
1: that's how, because I was always like really good at hard pack, like as a kid, obviously growing up out here. But, I, you know, hard pack takes a lot of that. Like you break and then you just kind of like keep your momentum around. And like, mm-hmm. I remember that last year I raced Mammoth. I felt like I'd get into the tree turn and, you know, I wasn't wide open, but I would stay perfect in it. And so I have a little bit of that. But obviously not like a Jet Lawrence. He's yeah. he's insane. But I was where like Miller is like wide open into the turn, you know, like clutch it in like. So there's there's different riding styles, but I think what's cool is like Jet's gonna motivate younger kids to ride like that because mm-hmm. you know you see younger kids at the track, dude, clutch in, wide open, yeah. everywhere scrubbing, and like Jet's the most basic dude to watch, but like the sickest dude to watch ever. You yeah, know?
0: And, yeah, his brother too, and and I also see that like in Deegan now. Like I watch his videos they put out. Uh, he's practicing at the goat farm there. Mm-hmm. And you can see in the race, he might forget technique a little bit or right. kind of what he practices. He's just like wide open, like it's fast, right? Yeah. But in the videos, him practicing, he'll go into a berm standing up the whole time or into a rut standing yeah. up the whole time. Kind of like it reminds me of what Jet does yeah. and what his brother does. And I'm like, all right, so he's trying to do what these guys are doing as For well. Sure. But then when he gets to the race, I think he kind of. It kind of goes out the window, and he just pins it. He's you know? so cool, dude. Yeah. I like watching I mean, I haven't
1: barely watched any moto this year, but those two are making it fun. Even Hunter, like, school chase is back. Like, it was actually – I already knew what happened even, but I was still, like, kind of watching. Like, super bummed Deegan's bike broke because mm. they had a good, like, title. But, you know, they're – all those kids are have such a good head on them, right? Like, mm-hmm. Hunter said it sucks because he wants it to come down to the wire. Like, you know, he said something about – are you bummed that the pressure's off? He's all the pressure was on when my parents couldn't feed us and we were like living day to day. He's all, this isn't pressure. This is what I do for fun. You know yeah. what I mean? And then they interviewed uh, Hayden and he's like, you know, it happened to Hunter, like sucks it happened to me at this point, but you know, whatever. And then yeah. Brian was on the pod, uh, the broadcast, and he's like, yeah, you know, the competitors had it happen to them too. It's like, what are we going to do? Sit there and bitch about it? I'm like, oh, yeah. these guys are all like
0: very mature now, you know, because. Well, yeah, you kind of have to because, you know, there's a lot of shit talkers out there for sure. So you have to kind of right say the right thing. But that goes to say that these got, these kids are just, dude, I mean, Deegan should be on a 450 already. Probably. Right. Yeah. Like those bikes are not enough for these. Yes. Yeah.
1: They're just wide open. Every, yeah. I mean like Southwick when Hunter's bike blew up, it's like, that was always the track. Like I think Carmichael blew a bike up there. Like that was always the track that blew bikes up. Yeah. So like when Hunter's bike broke there, it's like, if I was a mechanic, I'd be like, well shit, it was bound to happen. And you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So and that's what's so, like, me and Bubs were talking about, that's what's so impressive with, like, Jet, dude. No flat tire, no first turn pile up, no bike fail, you know, no nothing. It's like, dude, he's just good start and cruising, you know? And yeah. Because that could happen. He's going for a perfect season now, and, like, he could have got a flat at Unadilla easily. Mm-hmm. You know, Rocky and whatever. So the fact that he's made it through with just nothing that's – because that's what a – you know, like, when Carmichael and Stewart did, it, it takes a lot more than just the rider going out and winning. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, dude, imagine the mechanic, like, with one moto to go. I'd be checking bolts like every two seconds, checking fluids, you know, it's like, that's a, it's a stressful job for them. Oh, yeah. you know? So I hope like with the title being clinched now, I hope he does do the the perfect season. And yeah, I think the lights is might be just about wrapped up unless something happens to Hunter again. Cause I think he was like 25 or 30 points ahead now. Yeah. 30 and they, yeah. so,
0: and there's two more races.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's not a dude where I'm like, uh, you know, like Deegan, if he had like 25, 30, I'd be like, he could hit a bump in high side at any You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you just get that feeling. But Hunter, like, he knows damn well he could take thirds, fourths. I things. think Hunter,
0: the worst thing about him and is, like, my worries, too, is, like, the start. Mm-hmm. He's the worst starter, dude. He's always, he like, mid-pack. Yeah. Comes out, like, a decent jump and then comes out in 10th. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, he works his way up and passes everyone and all that. So, that's, like, the, the scary part for him, just, yeah. like, crashing on crashing the start. Yeah, he did. He
1: missed. He DNF'd. I think right after his bike blew up or mm-hmm. right before he DNF, cause he crashed in the first turn and got all messed up. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and that's always a possibility, you know, like, but I think too, like when you get that like pressure off and that confidence going, it's like that stuff tends not to happen. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it happens more when you're kind of trying to like push the, the envelope a little, yeah. you know what I mean? Like puts the pressure on your start. Like I got to get a good start. But it's like right now he could literally like wait for everyone to go off the gate. Yeah, and then cruise through and get seventh, or eighth place in the moto. You know what I mean? So, we'll have to see. Yeah,
0: but it was good watching actually. Yeah, should be good. And then I'm interested to see the the new uh, races they're going to do, like those uh, those playoff things. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I know. I I don't know how I feel about all of them, but I'm not going to knock it till I see it. You Mm -hmm. know, because it's just kind of weird. It's like these guys just get blended into a full season now. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you? Because you got to be in shape. Mm -hmm. So it's like this stuff ends Mm -hmm. at the end of September. And then it's like they're not going to take October off and go on vacations and this and that because then you got November's testing. Yeah. In December, you know, so kind of feel for the dudes. Like, but there's a lot of money too that makes it worth it, right? If yeah. it was back in the day where they were making hundred grand a year, like, you know, it'd probably suck. But yeah.
0: Oh, and and it, and you have to qualify, so it's not everyone. So say like, right. you know, they're saying like Forkner right now could make it, but if he doesn't make it, at least he has all this time to like recover from a little bit of injury, mm. and then also just kind of like. working on whatever needs to work yeah yeah so so he'll come out probably Mm -hmm. a little bit more sharper right because he's like a guy that should be racing those races yeah so he should come out sharper for a one than most of the guys that probably had the full season. Right. Yeah yeah so we'll see. And it is
1: funny because I'm I'm bitching about that like when we were kids you race every weekend of the year. Mm -hmm. You know but like there's so much pressure on the line like you know jet right now everyone perfect season 450 rookie. It's like that stuff weighs on you. And then he's like finally like end of September, and you're like, sweet. And like,
0: oh, you ready to start testing? He's like,
1: yeah, yeah. gotta get back out there. So
0: dude, if I was him be like testing what? they I just want perfect season. that's yeah, good. Gonna, yeah,
1: build me a bike, I'll see that freaking the first yeah. round of supercross.
0: I think it's cool that they're uh hitting up the LA Coliseum. Yeah. So that's gonna be dope. Yeah. I watched the supercross there. I watched Deegan win there. Mm. Ghost Rider's bike I was there. Oh really? Yeah, sick. I saw that uh clip of Deegan, little Deegan. Ghost ride in his bike this weekend when he blew it up and someone's like, that wasn't the ghost ride we were expecting. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no kidding. Damn it. A little too early. Yeah. yeah. Um, No, you're probably not a big fan. At all. But there's fans out there of Chick-fil-A. Mm. Chick-fil-A is coming out with a new chicken sandwich. Oh. Talking Penny about mustard. all that training, now we got to talk about food okay. because, you know, that's how This it, is going to be your meal after uh, Mammoth. Uh, I don't think there's a Chick-fil-A there. No, but you can get it on Monday or something because you earned it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, So they're coming out with a new chicken sandwich, which is, I think, first time in the franchise history because Mm -hmm. it's just the normal and unpopular opinion, I think, but their chicken sandwich, it's not that good. And I think we've talked about it before. It's just whatever. It's a chicken sandwich. I think the chicken nuggets are all right. Yeah, You know, better than like McDonald's and stuff like that. But like as far as like chicken sandwiches – Are you gonna tell me what it is? The freaking stress is killing me, dude. It's the honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich. That sounds disgusting. Okay, so it's a chicken patty, the Mm -hmm. normal chicken patty they have, with a creamy pimento cheese, mild pickled jalapenos, served on a or served warm on a toasted bun, grizzled with sweet honey. Yeah, I'm gonna have to recheck that one. Really? Mm -hmm. I'll stick to the spicy deluxe if I ever go there. I might. I might check it out. I don't know what pimento is. It's like the stuff that's in green olives. Those little red pieces. So just that? No, but it's like, it's like cheese, cheese with that in it, I think. What is that then? P- pimento. Like what's just the piece red, red piece? I don't know. Dude, you're you're a chef here. You mean... <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't eat that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've but, heard of it, but yeah, I don't know what that is. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Fast foods, whatever. I yeah. did have to
1: have in and out the other night. How was it? it was yeah dude what i do like though i was telling bubs is like some of those kids make like 23 bucks an hour oh yeah dude like they actually do good for the workplace mm-hmm. so that's cool you know because it is a lot of like kids working in there and yeah but i've told like i hate we've talked about it before but i hate when people come out from the east coast well like, dude first stop in and out like i eat it dude and it's it's not disgusting by any means right like i ate the thing no problem but i'm just like dude it's not like life-changing yeah.
0: You know what's so weird is my kid, my older one, he doesn't like burgers or anything. Mm-hmm. They're just so picky, right? But he likes In-N-Out, but just plain burger. Uh-huh. So just the meat and the bun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, whatever. No cheese? Nothing. Oh, man. Right. So I'm all, do you can get that anywhere. I mean, it's not. Yeah. That's but like smart. he doesn't know the difference, though. Right. Like, he doesn't know, like, he's never had a McDonald's just burger plain and be like, all, you know, for whatever reason. I think he won something at school that was like a, um In-N-Out certificate. Oh yeah, he got student on the month. So you got an in and out certificate. So I took him and I'm like, Well, dude, you don't like nothing. So we'll just get you a plain burger. It's like steak. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He's like, all right. So he tried, it. he's like, Oh yeah, this is good. So now he doesn't like he doesn't give anywhere else a chance just to that place. Yeah. So it's like I don't you know. Yeah, as being a kid though, dude. yeah. That's how I was. It's like you just you're
1: fixated on like this or is that the word? fixate? yeah. Fix yeah, you're like just you know, that's your spot. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want to try nothing different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I get him a double double plane just Two
1: patties. Uh, at least cheese, it. though, dude. I mean, I That's get what that. I tell them, dude. Yeah. Dude, you'd be so stoked, too. I got grilled onions on mine. My... Mm, no. So good. Onions are so You good. liked it. No, the onions. I know. You liked the burger. It sounds like yeah. you liked it. It was not bad. But like I'm <laughs> saying, it's it's not something like I live right by it. You know, and I can right. get it. But like when people come out, they're like, we have to we have to do it. I'm like, I'll cook you one here, dude. Put like actual seasoning and stuff on. Mm-hmm. Like, this just tastes like a hamburger to me. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's whatever. Yeah, that's probably unpopular and I'm
0: probably gonna get beat up for this one. Well, for, probably for both. People are Chick Fil A fanatics. Yeah. Oh, I know. Hey, I will say Chick Fil A is goaded for their breakfast. Their breakfast Steeds. is good. These the little chicken burrito thing is mm-hmm. pretty good. These, but it feels
1: weird. I never thought of it, but Brinkley one day was talking about it, and he said he had like the whole thing in one because he got the egg and the, the chicken in it. I never thought about that. Mm. Like you're doing. You're eating the whole part of the chicken. Mm-hmm. it's fake food but yeah you know what i mean that's weird kind of weird huh
0: when you put chicken and eggs together yeah Huh. well speaking of making a lot of money not me yeah i know last week we talked about retirement and mike needs to get a job mm-hmm. so i might have a place for you oh god you ready for this yeah dude ups ups driver oh i saw that but that's the triple trailer
1: drivers they said really yeah
0: oh those so- that you ever seen those in the wind mm. oh god See, that's the thing, like the the article I read I had nothing didn't say anything about that. Mm-hmm. And then also about the contract. It made it sound weird. So UPS drivers will earn an average of 170K per year, uh, annual pay plus benefits, right? Mm-hmm. So and it has to be like a five year contract, which yeah. that part I didn't understand. So there's no way in five years you're making 170. So it's like every year you're making that. I don't know if it's a yearly one seventy. Yeah, it's got to be, dude. Yearly. Yeah, because like
1: uh, I know Walmart. Just their regular semi drivers make like eighty five a year. Mm. I think so, but I swear I saw something that said it was the triple trailers because those yeah. are gnarly.
0: I didn't see nothing about that. It just said average, um, a forty nine dollars per hour. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's like about one hundred and twenty k a year, plus around forty to fifty k in benefits. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're just applying getting the job and you're getting 170 a year, right right yeah so i think that's where people are misunderstanding that they see that big number they're like oh fuck, we're gonna go you know but yeah i didn't i don't get that contract thing, the five year thing so say i get a job the thing is too like you have to be part of the union i think it's the un- hmm. unionized uh drivers because hmm. that's where it was all there we're going to go on strike oh, and then the yeah. union was going back and forth yeah. with ups and then they were trying to figure it out so they, they got it all handled now and that's what they're saying all right our driver is going to get this up the price a little bit on the ups driver yeah so dude i would actually like i would love to work like in the regular
1: ups trucks because you just drive around yeah, yeah. you know like all the dudes i see that drop my stuff off they got like headphones in they just sit there and listen, probably listen to podcasts and stuff mm-hmm. like that's such an easy job yeah but I'd have to like go to Sparks every morning to like... Yeah, that sucks. I'm like, but, dude, I'm driving
0: an hour and a half each way just to yeah. drive all day. But after a while, like, yeah, you would kind of know your route. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the same dude. Well, I haven't seen him in a while, but he would always pop in. Like he saw a golf club and he's like, dude, I've been golfing Sunridge. I'm like, that's where I golf. So every time he'd come down, he's like, what'd you get today? I'm all golf stuff. And he's all pissed. Beef jerky? <laughs> yeah, beef jerky. Golf and beef jerky. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's – and dude, like in the holidays when those dudes are ripping around, like you get so much money. Yeah. I'm like, that's the perfect job for me because I don't want to have to deal with people.
0: Yeah. So, dude, I mean, it's not a bad deal. Like if you look at it like signing an NFL contract, even though on a a smaller scale. Five-year, 800K. Yeah, dude. That's not bad. Just to drive. Yeah. You know? I don't think they're unloading the truck even.
1: Like they think they just drop shit off. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's like requirements, like be able to lift 70 pounds. I'm out. You can't lift seventy pounds. Dude, no, my back would be done. in. Dang, dude, can't lift the little girl from the. Dude, you know it's funny from is, the bar, girl. Yeah, well, yeah, I could do that. For That's adrenaline, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's weird in the moment. Then
1: <laughs> our buddy Rush, he started driving the Amazon van, uh huh, in Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah, and he was doing that for a while. I'm gonna have to quit, dude. I can't keep lifting these packages and taking them to the doorstep and shit because it is hot there. He said, yeah. "He's old. It's too much work, dude." He, I think he's. Dude, quitting. he
0: has a little dolly. Come on, Rush. Come on, Rush. You're better than that. You have dude. a dolly. <laughs> I kind of want to shout out to uh, a listener of ours, our buddy, uh, Dustin Johnson. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to him. Not the not the golfer. No. He's also a personal friend of mine too, yeah. but the other Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Um, he's a, I think he's a- Mailman. Uh, yeah, mailman. Yeah. I think he's still doing that. I think so. But like, I've always, I remember poetic Justice because uh, Tupac oh, yeah. was the mailman. He, he had a backwards it. hat. Yeah. Yeah. And that was cool. So, so I, w- I would kind of want that job and just pretend I'm Tupac. In that movie. Yeah. That'd be cool. Dude, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But our mailmans suck, dude. They drive like minivans and shit. They drive the same truck.
1: I, no. Watch the movie, dude. No, dude, not here. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Like the cubicle mailman? Yeah, like yeah. They just like drive like a, their minivan, like their normal day to day. By my house, it's a lady and she
0: drives a mail truck. Yeah. See, I want yeah. the actual white, like steer on the other side of the road mm-hmm. truck. I get so my silly. outfit exactly like Tupac's in, in that movie. Yeah, you don't look nothing like him, though. I mean, you know, I'm a little light, lighter skinned. Yeah. And you're alive. And I got hair all right dude hey he was bald okay he was so bald yeah but i mean we you might have to look into that upscriber it is a eight hour job um job though, It's easy. a normal eight to five yeah. nine to five i mean i golf for four and then drink for another four so I, i'm used to
1: eight hour days mm-hmm. i'm not worried about that yeah they'd be killing it yeah dude
0: but i wouldn't be able to do the podcast no more yeah they'd be hanging with a boy no we'll do it see that's a good thing about us we could do it on your time Let's do it remote in the UPS truck. We could do that. And Live stream it. it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Go off the road. I'm like, fuck.
0: It's my year, dude. Speaking, you are already done? Mm-hmm. Damn. Speaking of big contracts, okay. So Brazilian star national soccer player Neymar, uh, he is moving from PSG, so uh, the French Paris Saint Germain team, to Al Jahar or whatever over in Saudi, $260 million contract, right? Yeah. So Saudis are just trying to get every single player out there, right? They yeah. got Ronaldo, I forget exactly his contract. They are offering uh, Messi, a huge contract. And Messi's like, nah, he came over here, he's playing an Inter uh, Miami. Mm-hmm. Dude, the guy's been scoring nonstop. It just kind of shows you the difference of quality of players right, over there yeah. compared to MLS. He scores nonstop, yeah. it's like easy for him. Yeah. So, I mean, He's already considered one of the GOATs, but like after maybe a few years here in the United States just scoring and scoring, dude, he might set records that are yeah. never gonna be broken. Yeah. Um, so he didn't want to take that money and go over there. I think he kinda wanted to I know he got like a lot of incentives. Uh David Beckham owns a team, mm-hmm. you know. So I think he got a lot of incentives, uh being able to buy a team in the MLS later on and his own team or whatever. He likes some ownership or something. Yeah. So he has that going on, and then they got Mbappe from the same team. Um, Wasn't that a Hanson song? PSG, yeah, (laughs) Mbappe, cool. Uh, So he got offered like, dude, a billion dollars, I believe, contract to go play in Saudi, and he said, no. This guy's on in his like prime, and he's like, dude, I ain't going over there. I need to play somewhere where like you know the European league, not an out Saudi league. You know, yeah, I need to stamp my. My greatness, you know, so that's cool for him. So Neymar's like, eh, cool. I'll go for the money. Yeah. And even though he's claiming, oh, I want to win and everything, it's not about the money. But um, so he's going out there getting that. He's also with his contract. He gets a private jet, take him anywhere he wants. A mansion, fully stacked. He gets 80K bonus for every win. And he gets 500K for every social media post that talks about the team. Jeez, dude, I was in the wrong sport, dude. On top of the two hundred sixty million euros that he's yeah. getting to to be there and play, and I don't know how many years this is, but dude, dude that's so gnarly. I'd be posting every single day, right? Every day, I'd post and be like, "Yep, that's a million I just made." Right? Just post the ball with your like foot on it. You'd be like, I can't wait to have this ball in the Al Jahar Stadium. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah. Like, and you just made five hundred k, dude. How come we don't do that kind of money? I don't know. And then, <clears throat> which is cool, like, you know, you get an 80K bonus for every win. So that kind of gives you that incentive to try a little harder mm-hmm. if you care enough. Right, yeah. I mean, this is just stupid money we're yeah, talking yeah. About here. Yeah, yeah, at that I'm point. Like, but hopefully he, he's, you know, hungry to make that 80K per game to win. And um, I don't think the competition out there is, is big. Mm-hmm. So, like, he by himself could actually like win games so hmm. we'll see what happens with ah, that yeah either way i think he's sitting pretty i don't yeah like so saudi you know they came out they came out with live trying to do all that and now it seems like they're trying to buy up all like the soccer players to make like kind of like the soccer mecca over mm-hmm. in saudi and i'm sure they'll start like recruiting other maybe basketball players to to go play in their league they're trying to make it like where that's the destination to go right right and what better way to do it by bringing players and teams there that people want to go watch yeah so cool for them but when I think i start doing something like you know recruiting podcasters or right or like what if they offered you not that much money but like you know in the millions to like go ride a free seller oh i'd do it but you gotta live there for like two three years yeah i would do it that's easy we should hit them up not get sure. you out of retirement
1: dude it always makes me wonder because i think i told you but like nitro circus was one of like in 17 was one of the first like kind of sporting event things that Mm. happened there and like first event they allowed women at and we still got our same pay i'm like did nitro get like 20 Um, million to go over there and they just paid us freaking
0: that's probably because i mean i don't know how the tour is doing but that's probably how they've been kept afloat this whole time bastards (laughs) it never even dawned on me (laughs) till just now we're on you yeah want my money yeah i don't know how to get it that'd be cool though if they I mean, it seems
1: like they're trying to do some stuff. Dude, you know, it's a trip and I don't know how it is with like the MMA stuff or soccer or whatever, but there's such a different personality. Like the Saudis are like, we were riding the show, dude. And like, it was like literally golf claps, mm. but not cause they're bored. It's just, they're, you know, they're not like in Europe. There's like dudes without like blades on chainsaws and, mm-hmm. you know, air horns and shit. But yeah. like over there, dude, you do jump. It's all. And then we'd get done with the show and they would like all stand up. They're just like. You know, like, yeah. it's I just should, such a different vibe.
0: I should tune in to one of the soccer games. I haven't watched any just to see if the crowds, because I imagine like the soccer fans are still super got, loud there. Gotta but be. And like, maybe the, not. The boxing stuff, and, Yeah. Uh, MMA stuff, you know, like it's got to be loud. But like,
1: what's that? Six years ago now when we were there, it was the weirdest thing ever. Mm-hmm. They were so just like mellow. And like I said, everyone enjoyed, like, we met a lot of like, I don't know exactly what they were, but a lot of the high ups over there, we met mm-hmm. them. They were like so stoked on the show. And, yeah. Like, this, but they don't like, Show it like in a way that we would, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They're just like very like respectable yeah. or respectful, I guess. I think part of it is uh, no alcohol, God, right? I think I told you, me and Dusty Weigel drank like twenty-three non-alcoholic Budweisers <laughs> trying to get hammered. I think it worked. Yeah, yeah, dude. We
0: tried. We ordered everyone from the bar, and the dudes are like, you said it. I'm like, yeah, hey, a little alcohol squeezed in one of them at least, you know, something. Yeah, right. that that might be it. There's no alcohol there, um, or at least I don't think it's like okay to drink in public. At the, at the games or anything like that. There's so, no alcohol. Yeah. Like, yeah. So people hotel bar. So people are like excited, naturally excited. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool, but yeah. it's not the same when like someone's just hammered, ripped Hamm- in the stands, you know? Dude. And the weirdest thing about the way the world works is just how like religions are and
1: stuff. Cause we left Saudi Arabia at like four in the morning and we flew from there to Abu Dhabi. Uh, I think it was like an hour flight. I'm not sure. Okay, Dude. Right. When we landed and like got checked into our next flight, dude, there's bars every two seconds and dude, we just got annihilated. Cause we had a, Almost 18 hour flight to in LA. Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. So it's like we hop on a flight for an hour and freaking get hammered in the airport bar. But like, that's so weird how it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just different cultures and stuff.
0: But they're still very strict though, right? Even though they're serving alcohol. No, no, not at all. Like I said, we were there's like six or seven of us and we just got torched, dude. Like, if you piss in the street, they're probably cutting your dick. You don't want to do
1: that. Yeah. You don't want to do nothing. Just like, and luckily, all of us drink and we were like, not saying that we do that. but. I'm no, just, no. But I mean, I'm talking even if you threw a bottle in the street or something, dude, like, it's kind of scary over there. Yeah.
0: So it's probably better not to drink. Yeah.
1: But that's cool. They actually discipline people. Here you got freaking dumbasses littering and, you know, pissing everywhere and doing stupid shit. And everyone's mm-hmm. just like, oh, just don't do that again. Mm-hmm. There, They're like, oh, here you go. <laughs> Hands cut off. <laughs> yeah. Throw a bottle again. You're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But no, they weren't strict as far as like, I mean, dude, I probably had 12 beers because we had like a two or three hour layover. I probably dusted 12 and the the chick was never once like,
0: oh, you're cut off. You know? Yeah. That we that would be weird if like they gave you three and they're like yeah that's your cutoff yeah you're like dude this is that, that was happens, just a tease that happens over here yeah yeah my buddy's wife works
1: at Applebee's and thank God she vouches for us but one time I ordered one tall beer <laughs> I was only just hadn't even drank yet mm-hmm. I got one tall Coors Light and then my food comes out and the the dude's all you want something else I'm like yeah can I get another beer and he's all let me check and like goes and talks to his manager I'm all what the hell like I'm not standing on the table and, like yeah, swinging yeah. off the lights you know I'm like that's weird yeah that's pretty
0: weird yeah but our buddy's wife works there so when she's there she's like isn't that the point like of a happy hour yeah like happy half you get one half drinks half price drinks yeah. and like food like they want you to be there drinking
1: right i don't know that's weird i don't know dude so that was kind of weird
0: hmm. but i've gotten questioned like that a lot really yeah even yeah. with like five
1: beers like you know like all of us all have like five beers and someone's like uh, i think you might want to slow it down a little bit i'm like just dusted 24 on my couch yesterday. Yeah. And now I'm having five with food. Idiots. Well, and the thing too is like, hey, just do your job. Do your job,
0: which is if I do something wrong,
1: you can kick yeah. me out. I'm fine with it. But when I'm just sitting here and we're just like talking about golf, mm-hmm. it's like, what the hell are we doing wrong? Yeah. And I hate that. It drives me nuts. I don't even want to like go there ever again. Mm-hmm. Idiots. That's, but hip. I will say it's not that they're, it's their fault. They literally, you know, you get, like, a college kid in there that does, like, a shot and a beard, dude, and they're freaking hammered in idiots. And so I think P- generations actually screw us on it. Mm, yeah. Like, they, when I walk in, they don't know that I can dust a 24, no problem. Yeah. They're like, God, here comes this tattoo. Dude, he's probably an idiot. But sucks. People ruin it for us. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Yeah.
0: Anyways, that's my rant for the day. Well, dude, your boy. My boy. Michael Orr. I saw that. He's dude. an idiot. <laughs> the blind side is yeah, fake. Yeah. Well. Well. We'll see. I read a thing because I don't. I don't know if he's still
1: playing. I don't think he is. No, he's retired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he blew through all his money. Yeah. And he's broke again. Mm-hmm. And so now he's going after any like entity he can to like get money back. And yeah. I mean, dude, we'll never know <clears throat> the truth. We don't know if the family did what they did. We don't know if mm-hmm. you know what it is. But I don't know. I think it's all kind of like I can. I would trust more that
0: he's broke. And yeah. looking
1: for anything he can, rather than the other, the other. Yeah,
0: one. I mean, I'm. He's probably broke, but maybe he's not broke. But I saw a thing saying like, you know, the the movie made something around like three hundred million, mm-hmm. or, or I'm not really sure exactly the number. But also, it's unclear to know how much the family got right from from the movie. Right, right. So I think he somewhere probably saw like a huge amount of money, like 300 million, whatever it was. And he was like, dude, I didn't get none of that. Yeah. He only got like 50 and And how? spent it. Yeah. And how did they, they probably got all this. So he came out or a report came out saying that he contacted them and said, Hey, you guys need to give me 15 million or else I'm going to go out and put this story out or something like that. So that was like what I saw. And I was like, okay, so it does kind of seem like the guy's just trying to get the money. Yeah. So I obviously they didn't pay, yeah, because he came out saying that the whole adoption thing. So this is from the movie The Blind Side, the with Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. People, Andrea. yeah, people are so pissed off that they're like, Sandra Bullock needs to get back to Oscar. She won for playing that. Yeah, it's like, dude, she has I mean, nothing to she do. Has nothing to do with this. She was just yeah. part of a script. You idiot. Yeah. So he was uh, supposedly adopted by this white family. He's this big black dude that plays football. Grew up in the ghetto. Yeah, and they took him in and, you know, he basically went to the NFL and, you know, was a success story. And then now he's coming out saying that was all fake and they never actually adopted him and they just did it for to like sell the rights to a movie and all this stuff. So that seems so weird, though, because
1: how I don't understand how just a normal family could come up with this story, get it to Hollywood Yeah have it become a huge move like without actually living that part of it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty gnarly for just some regular like, you know, like my mom and dad just did
0: that. Yeah. Well, he said something about like they they tricked them into signing a I forget exactly what it was. It was something like that Britney Spears was in a uh, conservatory or something whatever. like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm not exactly sure. It's basically they have the right to like sign things for you and mm-hmm. and you I know. can see that too. They're like your parent they're like your parent guardian even though you don't need one because you're an adult um so they like tricked him into signing that so i think they you know and then when it came time to do the movie and selling the rights and stuff they were just like we're getting this you ain't getting shit i mean
1: i i I could definitely see something like that but i the fact that like he's kind of saying that the story is not actually like they didn't adopt him and stuff Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird you know because that's a huge fake story if that happened, yeah. you know? And, and why isn't he coming out and saying like, no, like my parents, these are my parents and they yeah. raised me and they took me, got me to college. It's like, he never says that. He just yeah. says the the white family was like wrong, you know?
0: And the thing is too, that maybe mm-hmm. they never adopted him as far as like paperwork, mm-hmm. but what if they took him in and the whole time they like fed him and treated him like, got a, him into like a kid and, and everything. Yeah. So yeah, they never did it properly, yeah. but they took you in. So, so yeah, they adopted you. Yeah. You know. think you'd be thankful after going from the projects, you know? Yeah, I yeah. don't know, dude. Making it in the NFL, so that's a, a story of like, you know, be wise with your money, right? So then later on, you don't have to go and yeah, I know. Try and do some weirdos. Athletes are dumb, dude. Yeah, yeah. they're so
1: dumb. Humans are just dumb. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. And Greedy. Mm-hmm. Not me. Not me. Yerba, Coors Light golf clubs. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. That's all I need.
0: Not even a motorcycle. Ah, uh, that's that's where you go wrong. <laughs> Never. Mm-hmm. Dude, you already said it. You already put the, the. you put it out there in the universe. I said it was when I couldn't sleep that I thought about it. That you're going to moto, come back, shape, race mammoth. The shape part would be nice. And then once you race mammoth and you do decent or good, you're going to be like, all right, dude, I got this. I'm going to Washougal.
1: Dude, I probably couldn't even get an AMA card. I probably have to go race like an arena cross
0: or something. Oh, you win that. No, I wouldn't I'd go right through the wall. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I did when I raced all the time. Mm. That was another one. You raced uh, Reno one year. Mm-hmm. I think, uh yeah, you raced on, on 250F.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was still racing. I, I was still kind of in because I had just quit racing, but I was still racing local, mm. right? So it wasn't like I like did freestyle for six
0: years and then try yeah. to race. But you still did good, though. did decent. I like ninth. Hey, I'm trying to prop you up, so it's so not you working. It. It's not working. Well, you know the the fans are going to be like, "Hey, Mace, we want to see a comeback." No, nah, they'll say no way. it one of the questions. Uh, worth watching this weekend. We got UFC 292. Can't wait. Yeah, it's your guy fighting who? So from Boston, 7 p.m. Pacific time, so 10 p.m. their time, I believe. We got Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. Oh, uh, the dude with like the green hair. Mm-hmm. He'll probably win, huh? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'm taking Sterling Sharp. Yeah, I'm not betting with you because it seems like every time we bet, like you go missing for like a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is for the title. It's uh, one of those things where Aljamain, I think, already came out and said, I think they're fighting in 130s, something like that. He already said after this fight, he's moving up to like 150 because okay. he's like a big dude. Right. Uh, so when someone says that, it's kind of like if he defends his title, the second he defends it, he probably basically loses it because he moves up. Mm-hmm. Right. So then that title is vacant. Mm-hmm. So some fools got to fight again for to win that title. So when someone says that to me, it's like, are you really going to try? Because if you lose or win, it doesn't matter because you're still moving up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You so, trying. You don't want to train that hard not to try. You think? Yeah. I don't know. And then plus is Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley is kind of like the, the Conor McGregor, the face of the UFC now. They're trying yeah. to make this guy be this huge deal, which, I mean, he's done decent so far. I think this is his toughest test, but. Is it really or Sterling's gonna win? Or you have the conspiracy theory where it's like maybe the UFC is like, all right, Sterling, you're moving up anyway. So, you know, take the fall and O'Malley wins the belt and then he's the champion and you move up anyway. So you have no worries.
1: No, so, I mean, Sterling's
0: gonna win. So then, so then O'Malley wins and did he really win or did they, like Sterling let him? Yeah, you know, I know. I is it know. free or do you have to pay for it? No, it's pay per view. Damn it. Not watching it. Yeah. And then we got Zang Wiley versus Amanda Limas. I'm going Zang. That's cool. Mm-hmm. We got Neil Magny versus Ian Greg or Ian Greg, Ian Gary. Hmm. I don't know either of those. And then we got Chito Vera versus Pedro Munoz. Hell yeah, Chito. You can't go against a yeah. Chito, dude. Like, and that's opening up the card. So that's okay. like a pretty pretty stacked card that they have there. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, O'Malley kind of annoying. I liked it, dude he's always playing call of duty Mm -hmm. dude so he he uh moved to arizona has like a ufc gym in arizona has his house dude he basically i believe i don't know what the situation now is but he bought like an apartment or like a condo in between his house and the gym so after he trains at the gym he go to the condo and play call of duty dude sick so that's you know, living there yeah i just come into my spare room and play it yeah damn it so he'd go there so he wouldn't have to go from the gym all the way back home right he'd go in between and just play it and then he'd like let his homies just like live there and stuff like that so yeah he's he sounds like a like a cool dude you know right. cool to hang out with. it's just like when he comes out and says like some stuff about the fighting it's like yeah it's kind of annoying mm-hmm. i think the latest one he came out he's like the the dudes in in that division um sterling and peter yawn and all these guys have. Uh, have been champions or are the champion he's like i'm the real champion like if there's a fight going on with all four of us at the same time everyone's gonna watch mine so i'm the champion hmm. it's like well no you're popular yeah yeah that doesn't mean they're a champion that right. dude's a champion because he beats everyone yeah if you lose you're not the champion you know so he comes out with stuff like that cheeto beat him yeah and oh yeah cheeto it's my boy dude yeah and uh he's like oh no i didn't lose cuz like he hurt his leg mm-hmm. so they had to stop the fight. Yeah. It's like, well, he was kicking the shit out of your leg yeah, and it's, it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so he always has an excuse for his loss or whatever and it's like right. I don't like that. Just yeah. like take it, dude. Yeah. He's a cool dude already. Yeah. So just take it and be like, yeah, well, who cares? I'll beat his ass next time or yeah. something like that and then everyone's like, "Oh, that guy's sick, you know." But what a penny waste. Yeah. I'm going with the other dude for sure. I don't know. Bet for a year. But. No, we can't bet. They, you go missing <laughs> for a week. I won't. I'm here. Speaking of going missing, is it taco time? Is uh, Yeah, almost taco oh, time. I'm so hungry. So next week, podcast. Yep. And then uh, you're going to LA. Next weekend, yeah. Next weekend, I'll be in uh Mammoth Lakes. Mammoth, yeah. Yep. And then we'll have a podcast after that. Oh, we'll have a good one. Yeah. Because it's my birthday weekend. I'm going to be hammered in LA. Yeah. Then you're going to make the main. Dude, How like the difference in in that, like, I'm over there sweating my ass off, crying really hard, mm-hmm. you're over there, Playing sweating your ass off, just drinking on the ocean? Yeah. Dude, it's going to be so sick. It's so good.
1: Where is it at? Uh Trump, LA. Like, just where- uh, um, just off, like, what's it, past Pal- Palos Verdes, where Tiger Woods crashed his car.
0: Okay. It's like right But what's, there.
1: like, the beach there? Do you know? There's no beach. It's, like, just the Pacific Ocean. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, just kind of. So like the course is, is on, it.
0: is the beach, basically, mm-hmm. but it's not an actual beach. Yeah, like, if I overslice it, I'm in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So nice. I don't know. There might be a beach down there, but from up on the course, it just looks like it goes straight down. Yeah. The ocean, so cool. Yeah. So it's sick. It's uh, it's fun. To be for PGA memes. Mm-hmm. Always a good time. LA is like a pretty good one. Like last year, like Reggie Bush was there, and oh, sick. Some a-
0: uh, actor kids. I don't remember who they were, but yeah, it always gets a pretty good turnout. So. Yeah. I saw they posted something today on on Instagram talking about it having some uh cool content creators out there, some mm-hmm. celebrities and athletes. He yeah. Said, so yeah. So should be a good one. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Mammoth will be good for you too. I, I, yeah, tired, getting all dirty. Nah, it'll be good. (laughs) It'll be good. Uh, I'm just kind of I wonder what the weather will be like in Mammoth, yeah, because you know, it's always June, so it's like super hot during the day, but it's like actually kind of cold in the morning. So, I think it'll be perfect, probably like 70s, yeah, yeah. I think I'm not a meteorologist, so I don't really know. Yeah, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll, you know, I'll take a look. Yeah, if we have to do the work, we got to do the work. Uh, well, thank you guys for hanging with the boys. My name is Jorge. This is Mike, like always. Check out our socials at the boys underscore pod. Check this video out on Spotify, YouTube. Leave us a rating. Mm-hmm. Leave us a comment. Yep. I'll be posting on our uh, Instagram a little uh, survey to see w- what you guys want to hear us talk about. Right. And then you guys uh, chime in and let us know. Love it. Hopefully they're like, oh, we just want to hear about food and then we'll just talk a oh, whole, dude, I whole could... episode about food. Yeah, but I'm going to
1: have to eat Bracky before that one. It'll make me so hungry. Mm-hmm. So we'll figure it out. We'll get a survey. Yeah. Again.
0: Until next week. Until next week. We'll see you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.